Hello and welcome to On the Other Hand Sir, a podcast for history students. Okay, on with today's podcast. Hi guys, my name is Phoebe McCluskey and this is my podcast on minority groups in Nazi Germany. I have decided to mainly focus on minority groups other than Jews, as although they were certainly the most affected minority during the Nazi regime, I want to shed some light onto the other minorities that were subject to discrimination during these times, and are not so often talked about. These groups include gay people, black people, Roma people and disabled people, who will be the centre of this podcast. Roma people are most commonly known as gypsies, a term which originated due to Europeans believing they were from Egypt because of their darker complexion. This term has become known as a slur due to its history of being used for discrimination purposes and the long past of incarceration and hate crimes associated with the word. According to Professor E. Rosenhaft, by 1934 most large cities in Germany had internment camps for Roma people, where they were forced to do hard physical labour. The Nazi regime encouraged Aryan Germans to express their racism, with hate crimes against so-called social outcasts being praised instead of punished. Germans were told to report Roma people to the authorities in order to get rid of them, and from 1943, 20,000 Roma people were deported from Germany, and 23,000 were stored in special sections of the concentration camps right near the gas chambers and medical labs where the famous twin experiments took place. This being said, According to the Holocaust Memorial Day Trust, 200,000 Roma people were killed by the Nazis, as opposed to the 100,000 according to Professor E. Rosenhaft. From this, we can conclude that the real number lies somewhere between these boundaries. However, I think most people would side with the 100,000, as this figure was derived by a professor of history who is likely to have fewer biases than a Memorial Day Trust, which could exaggerate the truth to provoke sympathy for the Roma people, as this is the intention of the trust. However, this all changes when you include the fact that the BBC book Outfits, the Nazis and the Final Solution by Lawrence Rees suggests that up to 500,000 could have perished under Nazi control. This figure is very believable, considering that the author of this book is world-renowned for his expertise in the subject. Purging of the Roma people was similar to that of the Jews in many ways. For example, deportations happened on the same trains and were used as were used for Jews, and the same methods of property confiscation occurred with the Roma as with the Jews. The Roma people also experienced their own version of the final solution to the Jewish question, where in 1944, plans to close down all camps containing Roma people were published. Of the remaining people in the camps, 4,000 were gassed, and on three occasions, SS members selected women to go to Germany to be slave labourers. However, in Dan Snow's podcast with Rosenhaft, it was argued that Roma people had it much better than Jewish people, which I agree with to some extent. For example, the Roma people were housed and transported as families, and were not gassed until the plans to close their camps were finalised. This does not mean that their life was good. The conditions in the camps were terrible, In fact, Noma, a rare type of cancer which mutates the skin, spread throughout the camps, and this disease is estimated to have killed 200 infants who were born in the camps. Women in the camps were often sexually exploited by guards and other prisoners. In fact, Polish prisoners have been reported to have sung songs to the Roma women from the other side of the wired fence about them showing their legs. 
This only encapsulates a small fraction of the discrimination Roma people faced in Nazi Germany. Black people were also heavily affected by the Nazi notions of Aryan superiority, and they experienced severe discrimination during the Nazi Germany period. At this time, there were only 25,000 people of colour living in Germany, so they stood out to the crowd and subsequently were an easy target. According to Dan Snow and Professor E. Rosenhaft, black people in Nazi Germany were targeted by the police, so they could be mass incarcerated, as this would allow the authorities to have access to free labour without breaking the slavery ban conduct. Under the 1935 Nuremberg Laws, black people were referred to as being of alien blood and were commonly given racist names by government officials. Most people of colour were excluded from schools and education systems, which is a significant reason why there is such a huge wealth disparity between white and black people in Germany now. As well as this, they were subject to forced labour camps like the Roma and the Jewish people. The discrimination of black people can be clearly seen in the case study of the Rhineland children. Troops from Africa came to the Rhineland as part of the occupation force, and many formed relationships with women in the Rhineland. This was viewed as a huge scandal, and 400 children born from these relationships were forcibly sterilised. This created mass fear among black communities in Germany. In addition, the disapproval of black men's relationships with white women is demonstrated when you look at Mohammed Hussein's story. He was one of two black men in Nazi Germany who got the death sentence for being involved with a white woman. Another example of discrimination towards black people in Nazi Germany was the Africa show. This was a performance set up by a white entrepreneur to keep the black people under control and portray their lives in Germany as good. This erased black history and turned a blind eye to the discrimination they faced. The show was closed when black actors started referring to white audience members as their brothers. Although hardly talked about, black people suffered huge amounts of discrimination in Nazi Germany. I listened to another podcast by Dan Snow to learn about the lives of gay people in Nazi Germany, called The Gay Men Who Took on Hitler. It featured an elected official and history professor named Chris Bryant, so the information was most likely reliable. Before the Nazi regime, Germany was the place to be if you were gay. The Prussian government had no laws against homosexuality, and so gay people from all over Europe would travel to Germany for the open atmosphere and access to the gay bars. However, during the 1930s, as the Nazi party emerged, this all changed. It was strictly prohibited under Hitler's rule to be homosexual, and one could be sent to prison and whipped if caught engaging in homosexual acts. A famous example of this is the story of Jack McNamara. He was imprisoned for seven years after being caught having a relationship with Archdeacon Herbert Shah. However, he died in war shortly after his release from prison. The strange thing about this story is that McNamara was a Nazi supporter, which would signal to most that he was fully against homosexuality, but this wasn't the case. Another relationship that very few know about is that of Victor Kassler and Gottfried von Kram. Von Kram was a well-known tennis player who publicly refused to join the Nazi party and had a secret relationship with Kassler, who was a Jewish man. He was caught and went to prison for nine months. However, Kasselet helped him to escape to Portugal and eventually to Palestine. Evidence of homosexuality is prevalent throughout all of Nazi regime. However, it was mostly covered up by Hitler and his forces and is still hard to decipher to this day. As well as this, ableist ideology was present before Nazi dictatorship. And in 1920, a book by Karl Binding and Alfred Hirsch was published, stating that it should be legal to kill people who were considered burdens to society. 
However, when this book was published, readers did not realize that it would become the reality. The Nazi party was obsessed with the idea of Germany only containing so-called ideal people. This meaning all people who weren't strong and physically able were deemed as useless and a waste of space to Hitler. This led to the persecution of disabled people throughout this period, as they didn't meet the criteria for a normal person of being genetically healthy. The article by Jeremy Noakes of Exeter University outlines these concepts and the Nazi methods of persecution used for disabled people. Eugenics was commonly used in these times, and the Nazi regime was practically selectively breeding people to improve the race. Prussian authorities issued a draft law permitting the sterilization of those with genetic disorders, and by July 1933, this draft was confirmed. Between 1934 and 45, an estimated 350 men and women were sterilized, and over 100 of these died after the operation. This is according to Noakes' research, but figures vary. From 1939, the euthanasia program was developed when parents of a handicapped baby ordered, it, ordered for it to be killed by Hitler, and Hitler made this acceptable in all similar cases. So many handicapped people were in line to be killed that the gas chambers were used for them too. 72,000 disabled people were murdered during the two years of this program's existence, according to Jeremy Noakes. A separate program was run for the two years following where an estimated 30,000 to 50,000 people were gassed on the grounds of having disabilities or mental illnesses. As can be seen, the Nazi era was a struggle for anyone who wasn't a straight, white, Aryan man. And I hope this podcast has broadened your understanding of the subject and that you've learnt something new. Thank you for listening.